Okay, so now we're in your New Testament Bible reading, Genesis 41 through 22. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The parable of the tenants. And he began to speak to them in parables. Man planted a vineyard and, and put a fence around it and dug a pit from, for the wine press and built a tower and leased it to the tenants and went into another country. When the season came, he sent a servant to the tenants to get from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again he sent to them another servant, and they struck him on the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and and him they killed, and so the, with many others some they beat and some they killed. He had still one other, a beloved son. Finally he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants saw said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. They took him and killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants, and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, that, that this was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they were seeking to rest him, but feared the people, for they perceived that he had told the parable against them. So they left him and went away, paying taxes to Caesar. They sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion. For you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? He said, they said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God, God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. The, the Sadducees asked about the resurrection. And, and Sadducees came to him, who said, Say that there is no resurrection. They asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man brother dies and leaves a wife but no leaves no child the man must take the widow and raise up offspring for her bro, for his brother then were seven brothers the first took a wife and when he died left no offspring and the second took her and died leaving no offspring and the third likewise and the seven left no offspring last of all the woman also died to the resurrection when when they arise again, whose wife will she be? For the, se- for the seven had her as, as wife. Jesus said to them, it is, not, is this not the reason you are wrong, because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given to marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised... Have you not read the book of Moses in the passage about the bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. 
He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. The great commandment. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart, all the heart and all, and with all the understanding and with all the strength, with a, and to love one another, one's neighbor as oneself, is more, much more than all who burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Whose son is the Christ? And Jesus taught in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that this Christ is the son of David? David himself and the Holy Spirit declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, till I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls for calls him Lord. See how he is so how is he his son? And the great throng heard him gladly. Beware of the scribes. And in his teaching he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in marketplaces and have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor of feasts who devour wid widows' houses, and for a pretense making long prayers, they will receive the greater condemnation. The widow's offering. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich, rich people put in large sums, and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to him, said to them, truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contribute, all contributed out of the, their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I lift you up, O Lord God. I just ask that your will be done in all things. I ask, Lord, that you be with us as we walk through the walk with you through our day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Hi, everyone. This is Scott Lutz. Today we are closing up with the book of Proverbs. Um, Proverbs 31, 1 through 31, Sayings of King Lamol. Let's go ahead and read that, and then we're going to go to your uh, ESV reading, which will be Genesis 41 through 22, and then uh, Mark 12, 1 through 44. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Sayings of King Lamol. The sayings of King Lamol, an oracle his mother taught him. 
O my son, O, o son of my womb, O son of my vows, do not spend your strength on women, your vigor or on those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what the law decrees, and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Give beer to those who are perishing, wine to those who are in anguish, let them drink and forget their poverty, and remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak, for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute, speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights to, of the poor and the needy. Epilogue, the wife of a noble character. A wife of a noble character, who can find? She is worth more than the rubies. Her, husband's, her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm. All the days of her life, she selects wool and flax and works for eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. Out, out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets up about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does, does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the, the distaff and, and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and, and sells them, and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength, strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned, and let her work, works bring her praise at the city gate. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so once again, I told you we were going to the New Testament, and now we're going to the ESV, and we're reading out the Old Testament first. So let's go ahead and read Genesis 41 through 22. Joseph interprets two prisoners' dreams. Sometime later, after this, the cupbearer of the king of Egypt and his baker committed an offense against our lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. And he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard. 
In the prison where Joseph was confined, the captain of the guard appointed Joseph to be with them, and he attended them. They continued for some time in custody. And one night they both dreamed, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of, of Egypt, who were confident, confined in the, in the prison, each his own dream, and each dream with its own interpretation. When Joseph came to them in the morning, he saw that they were troubled. He asked Pharaoh's officers, who were with him in custody in his master's house, Why are your faces downcast today? They said to him, We have had dreams, and there is no one to interpret them. And Joseph said to them, Do not, do not interpretations belong to God? Please tell them to me. So the chief cupbearer told his dream to the Joseph to Joseph and said to him, In my dream there was a vine before me, and on the vine there was three branches. As soon as it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and the clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. Then Joseph said to him, this is this is its interpretation. The three branches are three days. In three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office. And you shall place Pharaoh's cup in his hand as formerly when you did, you were his cupbearer. Only remember when it is well with you. And please do me the kindness to mention me to Pharaoh and so... Get me out of this house, for I was indeed stolen out of the land of the Hebrews, and here also I have done nothing that they should put me into the pit. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was favorable, he said to Joseph, I also had a dream. There were three cake baskets on my head, and in the uppermost basket there were all sorts of baked food for pharaoh but the birds were eating it out of the basket on my head and joseph answered and said this is its interpretation three baskets are three days in three days pharaoh will lift up your head from you and hang you on a tree and the birds will eat the flesh from you on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, he made a feast for all his servants and lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position, and he placed the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker, as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading.